Hello, hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Backroom Podcast with your host, Lucas Jacobs. Oh my gods, I gotta tell you, the weather over here has been just absolutely fucking wild. Um, there, we, we just got absolutely wrecked by snow. It came down last night and on Christmas. And I swear there's almost an entire foot already. I'm pretty sure this is more or less going to be the end of it, but it even kicked our fucking power off last night. So for anyone out there that was curious as to where I was at, that's, well, that that would be the case. Uh, If you want to check me out on Twitter to keep up with my updates and what I'm doing and when I'm doing it, please check me out at LucasJacobs170. And I also have an email that I will plug down below for anyone out there that wants to keep up with uh, what I'm doing and uh, when I'm doing it. But yeah, so... Just a little bit of an update, like I said, the weather's been pretty wild over here, never expected it to come down this hard, I mean, it did snow last year, but really, absolutely nothing like it uh, did just yesterday, yesterday was just freaking crazy, I uh, I grabbed my snowboard and thought, hey, it would be a... Uh, it'd be a good idea for me to go down the main road and see if I can't actually, you know, do that. Uh, it turns out it's a little bit more difficult than I initially expected. The snow is so soft and powdery that my board just sank directly to the bottom and I couldn't really get any kind of momentum. So I spent about 30 minutes just trying to get going. Yeah, I, I didn't really have a whole heck of a lot of luck with that. Anyway, I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you all are doing well and staying warm, uh, just like I'm trying to do over here. All right, well, I kind of came up with today's topic just based off of what the hell has been going on over here, but I'm going to tell you about my first experiences with snow and how I was able to live with it in Idaho as compared to here and everywhere else that I lived. Now, you see... Where I lived in Arizona, and for anyone out there that isn't too aware of Arizona, it's 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 really damn hot there. It gets uh, it gets very comfortably in the 115 degree range around the summertime, which I gotta say, I do not miss. I'm glad that I don't live there anymore. That was just not fun to be around or live in. So my family and I, I think I mentioned it before several times, but we ended up moving to California, I think back in like 2010 or 2011, maybe even 2009. God, the years are kind of blending together at this point a little bit, but around that time. And when I first moved there, we actually had a really large snowstorm that winter. And apparently that wasn't very common for the area. So I got my first real experience playing in the snow at home. Uh, there, which was really damn cool. I got to make snowmen, I had snowball fights with my buddies, and I even tried making a little intricate underground tunnel system out of the snow, which didn't really work very well, and I remembered when I was younger, I would see people making igloos, and I thought, oh man, that'd be really cool to do. So I tried doing that and uh, had, well, limited success doing so. But that was really cool, and in all honesty, I think that was the hardest I'd ever really seen it snow there the entire time that I lived there. Literally, the year that I moved there snowed harder than I'd ever seen it any other time of the year. 
that wasn't the first time I'd ever goofed around in the snow. My family used to go to Lake Tahoe when I was a little kid to uh, celebrate Super Bowl, and I would mess around in the snow there. But I don't know. There's just there's just something really magical about having it snow where you live and being able to go outside and play in the snow. And it's really fun. Even as an adult, it's a lot of fun. Just a tad bit more stressful as an adult if you, you know, have to go to the store or if you're trying to keep your family warm or, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's much more fun as a kid, at least long term. But then once I moved from California to Idaho, I had a... Uh, a serious rude awakening. I had no idea what to expect. I knew that it, you know, it got cold over there during the winter time, but I had no idea how cold it really got until winter really rolled around. I was working over at a place called Scarywood around October, and at the end of that was when we got our first snow, and it wasn't, you know, anything really all that substantial, nothing that would really stick around, but it was just a taste of what was to come. Oh, good God. So, about a month later, once, uh, you know, Thanksgiving rolled around, the first snow started to come, and it was beautiful. Oh my God, it was gorgeous. But the problem with it is, um, it just kept coming, and coming, and it never seemed to end. And once the snowbanks on the side of the road were as tall as I was, the fun and enjoyment of the snow, it started to really drag on you, man. It's it's hard when the you're trying to get home, and when the plows come through, there's usually a large snowbank in the middle of the road, so that kind of separates the two lanes. Well, in your own neighborhood, when you're trying to get into your home, and you have to cross that snowbank, and you're trying to find the lowest point, and the lowest point is like maybe three or almost four feet, and you gotta plow through that, that's a little bit not so fun. <laughs> I remember one time I was trying to come home to my mom's from college, and thank lordy I have a car that has all-wheel drive rails. There's no way in hell I would have been able to do it, and everything went fine until I got into the subdivision that my mom was living in at the time. And I saw, like I said, the snowbanks in the middle of the road. They were about four, even five feet tall at some places. And on the sides of the road, it was even worse, so you're literally like a fucking rat in a, in a maze trying to navigate through. And I made it to where my mom lived, but the problem was is that, you know, we drive on the right side of the road and my mom lived on the left. I could see her house. But the snowbank was so tall in the middle of the road, I literally couldn't get to it. So I drove around the trailer park for God knows how long. It was more of a manufactured home park. Until I eventually found a place where it was around maybe two or three feet that I thought I might be able to get through. And then hopefully not meet anybody on that side of the road. So I tried plowing through it and I didn't have enough momentum. And exactly what you thought would happen is what happened. I got my ass stuck. And I think at the time it was around 15 degrees out, and I was in my own subdivision, which sucked. 
I was so close to home. I could literally see it. I could literally smell the food coming from it. But nope, I'm stuck and there's nothing I could do about it. So I get out of my car and I'm trying to dig my way out, slowly rocking back and forth to try to get enough momentum to get back and then try to plow through it again until finally, after three attempts of trying to get my car unstuck, I backed out and got back into my lane and thought, okay, this is my chance. This is my time to redeem myself. I'll be able to do it this time. I know it. So I tried doing it again and I tried gunning it this time and I got stuck halfway through, which made it even worse because this time both of my wheels were stuck and I couldn't go anywhere. So again, I hopped out of my car, started digging my way through, and th at this point, there were people going past me. I was right in the middle of the road, so people were, you know, arching their way around me, trying to get past me. No one offered any help. They were just, you know, doing their own thing. They had their own lives to live. So there I am, stuck trying to dig my ass out of the fucking snow. <laughs> For about a good 45 minutes at the end of it my fucking hands. I couldn't even feel them even through the gloves But I finally rocked my way out and then tried going through it one last time and I finally broke through I'm glad that I was able to at least do so so it probably gave other people a chance to break through too But finally was able to break through drive on the wrong lane wrong side of the road and I got home without meeting anybody else luckily and that was when I really realized, you know, I'm kind of sick of this snow shit. I'm tired of it already. And that, I think, was in the month of January, which I didn't realize that I had about another four, almost five months of snow to enjoy. There was literally snow left on the ground in piles all the way up until June, which is... A fucking unheard of anywhere else that I have ever lived. I have no idea how or why it stayed that long, but no, nope, that's uh, that's apparently the norm over there in Idaho. And I'm gonna say I, it's beautiful where I used to live, but I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy the snow. If you live over there, I don't know how you managed to do it for years and decades. I lived there from 2016 to 2018, and my God, I don't want to go back. Great to visit but don't want to live again. But yeah, uh, those are my experiences with snow. And now where I live over here in Western Washington, I haven't experienced this much snow since I lived over in Idaho. And the nice thing is, is that it rains here. So within a couple of days, it's gonna, you know, go away. And I'll have enjoyed the snow for the time that it's been here. And I get to finally say, all right, Goodbye, don't let the door hit you on the way, hit you on the ass on the way out. I'll see you again, hopefully, in another month and a half, give or take. Holy shit. <laughs> and keeping on the topic about snow, I hope it's not boring you to tears, but I've got something that might be just a little bit more, um... Oh, what's a good word for it? Uh, adventurous and terrifying. See, it's one thing to have all that snow, but when you have to drive in it, especially in extended distance, that's when it gets, you know, really scary and can get really dangerous. And uh, there was one time back in, I believe, 2017, when my ex and I, uh, we wanted to go to Mexico for my birthday because, well, my family used to go to Mexico every single year, a couple times a year, and my, they still had a condo down there. So, um, 
I wanted to go there and celebrate my 21st, which again, I think it was in 2017. It's been quite a few years ago at this point. But um, we had to get my ex her, uh, her passport. And it was already too close to the time to go because she had just found her birth certificate and that was what she needed to get it. But it was already so close that we couldn't actually get it expedited. The only way to get her passport was if we were to actually drive all the way to the agency in Seattle and get it ourselves, which um, at this time of the year, it was around, I'd say, March. And the snow had finally started to relax a bit. It was warming up a little where we lived. So there was still snow, but the roads were well plowed and uh, it was uh, well maintained at that point. But we had to travel all the way from what would be around Spokane all the way to Seattle. And I still had to work in that evening because that's when I was a janitor. So I said, okay, well, we can go get this done. I really want you to go to Mexico with me. And to be honest, judging by how that entire trip went anyway, I shouldn't have done that. This was the dumbest thing I could have done, but we drove all the fucking way from Spokane to Seattle and back in the same day. And uh, I gotta say, that I, I wouldn't recommend it on a good day, and this was still when there was snow. And we saw that there was going to be some weather through a place called Snoqualmie Pass, or Snoqualmie Pass, however you pronounce it. And... That's a really scary place to drive through for anyone who lives over uh, in the Washington area or has ever driven through it. That's a dangerous, scary place. And when it's snowy, that's legit white knuckle driving. But we did it anyway. And by the time we got to Ellensburg, the roads were already kind of closed down at a couple of places. So we had to take several detours on back roads. We had no idea where the hell we were even going. But we knew that we had to make a deadline. We had to be there at around 8.30 in the morning, by the way. So we had to leave so fucking late at night. God, it sucked so much. But we finally got to where Snoqualmie Pass would be starting. And uh, it's raining, which is, you know, expected for that time of year. Oh, I had to get a drink of water. My God, my throat's getting tired. But it was raining, and uh, the higher we climbed, uh, the more less like rain it became. And uh, getting about halfway up, it started to turn to snow. Get three quarters of the way up, okay, blizzard conditions. Get all the way to the top, can barely see anything, and people are literally sliding around you. They're, they will not let you go past unless you have all-terrain tires or uh, chains on. And, uh, or four wheel, uh, all wheel drive, which luckily my car does have. So we continued going up and there were people who didn't listen and they had only two wheel drive and they were slipping and sliding and fishtailing all over the place, which that that's not a good place to be. That is really not a good place to be. I literally saw a couple of cars actually slide off to the side of the road and pop their hazard lights on because they're stuck. So we're just inching along at a snail's pace, going 30 miles per hour at the most. Even with my car, we were still sliding around every now and again. It's, it's fucking scary when you're doing that on a freeway. And, uh, but we kept chugging along and finally we got over the summit and got over the pass and started coming back down and the snow started to turn back into rain again, which we were really damn thankful for. But oh my God. 
that was one of the few times where I, I've ever actually been driving a car and I thought, shit, there's a chance that we might not make it out of this. And that's really, really scary. That is, that's a really scary spot to be in when you don't actually know if you're going to be able to make it back home, especially when you're so far away from it. So, yeah, that would probably be the most terrifying experience that I've ever had driving in the snow. And funny enough, coming back from that, everything was fine. Most of the snow had already melted away. It, it was fucking ridiculous. And that was only a couple of hours of difference. So apparently coming through in the morning was not a good idea, but we really had no choice. And again, looking back at it, no, I, I would not do that again. That was so not worth it. That fucking sucked. And then I had to work later on in the day, which I wasn't really able to do a very good job with. So my employers were upset with me. I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I, I traveled to Seattle today and I can't feel my face. I'm running on coffee. I have literally milligrams, just grams of caffeine running through my veins. Yeah, that, that, that was not fun. So... Uh, a good rule of thumb, don't drive in the snow if you're going to be working later in the day, especially if it's for several hours. It's, it sucks. It's not worth it. Uh, but hey, I gotta say, it made me a bit of a better driver. I'm getting better at doing these super long takes without having to actually cut and splice a couple uh, bits of audio. I've had to do it a couple of times, I don't know if you've noticed, but... But at least, again, I can say that I'm pretty confident on the road, especially in ice and snow. So driving around here... Not a problem. Also, here's an interesting little tidbit. I am actually recording this podcast in two separate days with very two different takes. Go ahead and figure out at what point I actually change over and start recording the new day. Uh, if anyone can do that, I'll be pretty impressed. Let me know on Twitter for anyone out there that follows me. But anyway, everybody, that is going to go ahead and bring this podcast to a close. I'm sorry for just having only one topic in here, and I'm hoping to get to doing a narration or two in the future. I was having an idea of maybe doing it for this one, but nah, I had too many fun, good stories of the snow that made my ass pucker just a little bit when I was going through them. Uh, if you have any stories that you guys want to go ahead and share, I might even be able to read them on here. Go ahead and message me on Twitter at LucasJacobs170 if you haven't already followed. I'm pretty good about getting back to people. Or if you want to go ahead and tweet at me, go ahead and do so. And if you'd like, I can read it on here too. Um, I won't be uploading again until after the start of the new year. So everybody out there, I wish you all a happy new year. Thank you so much for all the love and support. It really does mean the world to me. Check out my Discord, too. I'm going to be streaming on Twitch coming soon, hopefully, as long as I can keep up with it. Uh, and uh, go ahead and join me, and we can game a little bit together. Anyways, everybody, it is an absolute pleasure to have all of you listen. Thank you so much for all of your love and support. This is the Backroom Podcast with Lucas Jacobs, and I'll see all of you in the next one. Later.